May I speak in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I wondered whether you've started to get a bit twitchy at this point on a Sunday morning, wondering whether you're going to have to talk to somebody or stand up and move around the church. Well, you're okay this morning. (laughs) Unless, of course, you want to. So I wonder, how do you get on with the parables of Jesus? I'm one of those people who likes to be given clear, straight-to-the-point information with no frills attached. So I do sometimes struggle with them. I get distracted by the amount of content and I just want to get to the point. But I don't think that I'm alone with this. Those who were listening to Jesus talk about the soil must have wondered what on earth he was talking about. They would have had enough knowledge of rural life, food production, famine and shortages to realise that any farmer worth his salt wouldn't just fling his seeds all over the place. So just what was this sower up to? It's no wonder the disciples asked Jesus for an explanation, is it? And he graciously gave them one, as we heard in the latter part of the Gospel reading. The seed is the word of God as told by Jesus. The soil is those who seek the kingdom of God. The kingdom becomes, begins to come to life when it received the seed, the word of God for itself. It is then that it begins to germinate and shoot. So how we respond to the sower and his seed determines whether we flourish or whether we wither. And the fruit we produce will depend entirely on that. The parable is a reflection of what's happening in the mission field of Jesus and the various responses it provoked from those who heard it. It's a mirror. It shows people where they stand. It helps, it is held up to the face of Jesus' hearers. It was held up, spoken to at length about soil and growth. It was both powerful and thought-provoking. Sorry, just bear with me a minute. Beg your pardon, I've lost um, a piece of my sermon, not to worry. So what I want to um, tell you about this morning is um, something that I experienced on my ordination um, retreat. And we were privileged to uh, have as our retreat leader... Um, Bishop Mary Gray from, um, from California, from uh, El Camino Real, which is one of our partner dioceses. 
and she was a very newly appointed bishop. And she found that um, part of her new diocese was an extensive rural area with hundreds of kilometres of freeway running right through the centre of it. And on her frequent trips along the freeway, she often saw farmers in their fields just starting down at the soil. And one day, she stopped her car and went into one of the fields herself. And she stood there for a while just staring, as the farmers did. But she saw nothing but soil staring back at her. And the next time she passed by, she spotted a farmer. And this time she walked over to him and asked him why farmers spent so much time staring at the soil. And he explained to her that farmers look at their soil for several reasons. First of all, to identify what type of soil it is. And that is what determines um, what, what, will, what will grow. And the rotate. <coughs> Sorry about this. So what? Bishop Mary did the next time she was out on a journey on her own. She stopped and she looked at the soil herself. And when, when she realised that what she was looking at was going to determine how she oversaw her new diocese, and she realised that what she would need to know was the soil and what was going to grow in different parts of the soil according to the quality of it. And she found that very powerful and very humbling. And she realised that whatever grand ideas she might have had in her head, Nothing was going to work until she understood the soil, until she understood the people and how things worked and how things might, might change. And I was very struck by what she said. It's a strong message for all of us who follow Jesus, not just our leaders. We need to be constantly reviewing and checking how things are going. God's great field, his kingdom, is a big place and we all have our patch to look after. We need to be tending the soil and making sure that there's sufficient watering going on to encourage growth. The rotation of the crops 
is an important part of cultivation if we keep planting the same ones in the same patch of soil they won't thrive and some may not survive at all the goodness disappears from the soil and the plants fail and every so often there's a need to give up our place in the patch and let someone else thrive in the very place which enabled us to flourish and grow. And we too will be blessed by rotating to a new patch where we too can reap the benefit of new growth. Now, I'm guessing that, in fact, I'm sincerely hoping that James, as our new incumbent, is going to do some soil testing here. I don't know when the last time anything like that um, happened here. I haven't been here nearly as long as many of you. But we all need to bear in mind that the kingdom of God will not flourish if we only plant the seeds we like, where we like. To do that would bring God down to our level. We're called to plant the seeds that God has already chosen. He knows already where he wants them to go. The responsibility for them falling in the right soil is ours. There'll always be a few that fail and don't grow, but that's not our responsibility, so long as we try our best for God. And God does expect us to do our best and to give them the best and to give them the best opportunity possible to survive and flourish. So I wonder, is the soil here poor or is it rich? Does it need a bit of fertilizer to encourage it to grow? So let's look forward expectantly to a soil test. Let's see what grows best and let's rejoice in what is raised, knowing we have brought God and those who desire, whose desire it is to follow him into closer fellowship. And if you need some encouragement, just look at that little patch of ground to the side of the church. Once simply a piece of grass. It was dug over and the soil prepared to plant poppy seeds to remember those who had died as a result of COVID. It flourished beautifully and we had the most amazing display of poppies. And since then, it's continued to flourish 
and some of the seeds have spread outside of the patch, bringing even more beauty. No longer is it just poppies that grow there, but other wildflowers of different types and different colours. They sit happily alongside each other. A diverse little community of different types and colours grow in harmony. Something originally intended to honour the past is now flourishing into something that symbolises hope for the future. So let that little patch out there be our encouragement as we seek to create the right soil to grow our diverse community into the kingdom of God. Let's finish with a prayer. Jesus, the greatest grower of seeds, give us the courage to follow your example. Help us through prayer and diligent monitoring of the soil to raise up followers with faith strong enough to sustain the rocks and knocks of this world and who will flourish in the rich soil of your kingdom. Amen.